Welcome to Before You Swipe, the online dating podcast where we read between the pickup lines. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. We're two sex educators and research nerds using apps to find playmates, partners, and some laughs. Each episode, we share profiles that make us curious and make us cringe. We bring our expertise and personal quirks as we overanalyze our first impressions. Join us for some snarky and sincere tips and traps. Hello, and welcome to season three of Before You Swipe. I'm Dr. Chris. And I'm Dr. Lauren. And Dr. Lauren is going to share an app that they have been using um, and is not one of the, you know, typical three or four or five, like the match and the Tinder and the hinge and all that stuff. It's something else. So take it away, Lauren. All right. So this app is called Field and I had to Google how to say it correctly. So F-E-E-L-D is the name. And I think to start off, I realized, oh, right, people describe their apps with intention (laughs) in the app store. So I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, and I think this will help explain why I was drawn to this app, but I'll, I'll let you comment after I read the description. How does that sound? That sounds great. Okay. So chat and connect on alternative dating app field from open-minded couples to curious singles field is open to everyone looking to explore their dating and relationships in a safe and private space. Dating for humans. Field is the alternative dating platform for couples and singles, open to all genders and sexual identities, a space where you can explore your relationships and find your humans. Field is one of the largest open-minded communities worldwide. Find your humans anywhere in the world. Connect with humans worldwide. They're being a little redundant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm like, all right, people, we get it. You're worldwide. We get it. And Um, you connect with humans on it. (laughs) And humans, not cats, not birds, humans. Yes. Um, So then they've got private, be open, not exposed, explore your desires in a safe and private space. For open-minded humans, we offer the option to pair profiles with a partner, a lover, or a curious friend to explore field as a couple. And then they say uh, 20 plus sexual identities to choose from, and then they list a handful of them, 20 plus gender identities to choose from and search from, um, or search for, excuse me, and they list a handful of them. And then you can become majestic. (laughs) Field is free to use, but for the full field experience, there is our majestic membership. It comes with enhanced features such as who has liked you on the app, adding private photos visible only to your connections and enjoying more extensive privacy options as seen in Vice, New York Times, Days and Confused, Cosmopolitan, Cosmopolitan, and Vanity Fair. Okay. So what are your thoughts? That's their description. Why do well, you think the, the first thing is the fact that they put couples first in all their descriptions. Like it's couples and this, couples and he, individual, whatever. So, so that is definitely uh, different from a lot of the other apps, which focuses mostly on people and the fact that you can link to the people because we've talked about in previous episodes about people who are couples looking for another person but only one person is like the purveyor, if you will, of the profile. So that is the piece that I see that is the most different. And then the fact that they use humans um, a lot and they use the word, you know, probably too much. And I also appreciate it because it's, it's avoiding the, you know, sometimes we do the gender binary, like men and women, ladies and gentlemen, right? Like it's not doing that. It's just calling us all humans. Oh, that's nice. I hadn't actually considered that. That's why they're doing that. So I love that. Yeah. So those are the things Uh, that I noticed. 
Yeah. I, yes. The pairing of profiles, I think is so jazzy. Like that's, and we'll, we'll get more into that in a bit, Okay. Uh, but definitely addresses some of the challenges. And I will have to look up what episodes this, these previous episodes were, but you know, where we like, wasn't there the one where it was a woman's profile, but then the dude had written it and it was like, so disjointing. I feel like I remember us having one of those. Yeah. Well, there was the one with the the couple that didn't put their pictures because they're, the you know, because their kids are on it. And then there was the other one that was like, had the picture of that. They're like, it was, I don't even think they had pictures of them in it either, but it was like a car in a shop and like, they wanted to go to the coast together or something like that. And it was just this very odd thing, but yeah, it, those are the two that come to mind. I don't think there were others. Anyway, I mean, either way, we've certainly either in in podcast land or just in conversation, <laughs> like this is weird and challenging. And like how if you were actually looking for a couple, how would you feel like you could vet them first and really have a sense of who you're meeting or for them to, you know, that it's like an equal playing field. And so I am hopeful that this would help with that. Um, yeah, because I do know like one person that I I COVID dated a little bit in, uh, when I, in Portland was, uh, had pictures of their, their partner. So they were the main person on the app and it wasn't for couples necessarily, but like in ethical non-monogamy land, this person, for example, had pictures of them with other people that they they're with. So like that helps a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's still not nearly the same. And especially if you are going to be, um, Pat, possibly partnering with a couple, then yes, you want to hear from both of them. Well, and I think what I, what I feel, what feels different about this than what you just described is this is like inherently consensual. Like I, you can't link to the, you can request to link the profile, but the other person has to consent to be linked. Ah, Yeah. So then we're again, going back to all of our conversations um, about how do we know that this person is doing this in an honest and, you know, respectful way. Now, granted, someone could probably create two profiles that are, you know, like one's fake, one's real. Who knows, right? There's always ways to, yeah, game a system. So, you know. Hopefully, for the average person who is hopefully being honest and using it with intention. And I also love the idea of doing it with a friend and having your friend profiles linked. I just, I think there's a lot of openness, right? It's like immediately in the description, it's like, huh, cool. Like, let's keep thinking about this and what might be possible out there. All right, moving forward. So I'm very quickly, I did send you this, I think came through as like 12 different photos of screenshots on the setup. I'm just going to do a quick description and then I'll pause at different points and see what you think. You know, the first couple things, of course, you have to put your age in and, you know, they're going to use that to, or your birth date, excuse me, and they're going to use that to signal how old you are for setting those preferences and you have to be over 18 to use this app. Um, the other thing you get to do that is fun. I like the way they said this is you put in an imaginary name. <laughs> so they're encouraging people not to use their real names. Oh, okay. Kind of fun. Um, and also like, why not? I don't know. There's a lot of ways I feel like they're inviting play, which I find delightful. Yeah. Uh, and then of course it's select your gender and sexuality, not surprisingly. And true to what they said, you'll see in those screen grabs, the list of gender identities is massive. Um, yes. Now I have a question actually. I'm, yeah. it, could you select more than one or, be, or is it you could you only select one? 
you know what, this is a great, I think I could only select one, which okay. was one of my critiques, but let me go in and try to edit my profile and let's see. Okay. Because there are a lot of them. I mean, and I also say like there's uh, a gender, androgynous, bi-gender, gender fluid, gender non-conforming, gender queer, gender questioning, intersex, non-binary, pan-gender. So, um, so and yeah. there's others as well. And you can only choose the one, okay. one at a time. So I chose okay. gender queer because I feel like in many ways that's the most descriptive grounding, even though a lot of people don't know what it means, that's fine. They can ask. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but what I, what I would also say about this, and I don't, I've not seen any app do this. Well, I really wish we had the option. Um, and they had trans masculine and trans feminine, but I just want to be able to indicate how do I identify on a femininity scale and on a masculinity scale. So this makes me think oh, yeah. of the gender unicorn, which is a model we'll link to in the notes where, you know, you can say how sort of femme or butch you, well, and I would use the language of femme and butch. Um, mm -hmm. And so like, I feel like that's pretty descriptive to people, um, yes. particularly people in the queer community. Um, but anyway, it's fine. I, I'm glad we had 20 options. I do think we should be able to choose, but they had trans woman and trans man in addition to man woman. Like, again, the thing I don't like about that is someone who is a trans woman you're a woman, right? I mean, if you want to identify as trans, of course, that's your right and your choice. And of course, someone in this app could choose woman and be trans. Yes. But it's like, then are we getting into issues of someone accusing someone of deception and like some of these horrible things that happen to trans people? So again, I just, you know, there, I think there's, there's things that could be done that would be more inclusive, like just having an option of trans or cis. Are you trans, cis, or do you, you know, or non-binary or, you know, like, uh, so I don't know. Anyway, but we don't need like a five-part gender question. That's probably overkill on an app, but anyway, just being able to choose more than one would be nice. Um, okay, and now I've lost all my screen grabs. Okay, so we've got, there's gender. Oh, and I also love Two-Spirit was on there. I thought that was great. Yeah. That um, which then we're getting into, you know, indigenous community inclusion. Um, not that everyone in the indigenous community uses two-spirit as a term, but they might. Um, so then we get into sexuality. And again, we have a ton of options. Um, yes. And, I, you know, I don't even, I'm like, are there ones we want to say out loud? Autosexual, demisexual, gray A. I don't know what gynosexual is. Some of these I didn't know. I love it. Uh yeah, I don't know either, unless that's being attracted to, we'll have to look it up on the notes or, or in the sense of like attracted to the body part more than the. Right. Like this actually is about parts, not hearts. I want your, I want a vulva. Um, yeah. But then where's, what would be the penis version of that? Um, Androsexual, maybe. Gynosexual, according to WebMD is attraction to others who express femininity uh, regardless of gender assigned. I've never heard that term before. Well, good for- so Andrew, I mean, Well, actually, and I have heard, I do know androsexual actually. And that's- Right, that's so it's the same, I mean, the, I the gender binary reverse, if you will. And it's about gender, which is interesting that you could say you'd be attracted. You could say you're looking for a person or you could self-identify that way here, that I'm attracted to people for their feminine expression. But then when we were defining our gender, we didn't have a chance to talk about our gender expression. So that's sort of fascinating, right? Like these are, anyway. Right. And so gray A as well, like that's, you know, like being sort of like having a low 
sexual attraction or low intensity sexual attraction. I can't remember the other ones that you said out loud that we might want to define for. I mean, there's a bunch of interesting ones on here, but it's like, you know, there's 20 options. So again, yes. if, we're just, if we're just reviewing the app and saying, you know, what's available to people, they are covering a large range, you know, yes. where we're actually having to Google what the terms mean. Yes. I, it, does, it does make me think back though to HUD. And I liked that HUD, you could like click on a thing of like, what's this? And that would be feedback for this group too, that, you know, it would be great. I think it's a really, really useful intervention, both for people who may be new to some of these terms or just, this is a really expansive list. So it's really yeah. helpful to do those, um, uh, have those options. Yes. So then we start getting into setting up your, who are you, it literally says, who are you looking for? And so you can select genders and they have woman, man, man and woman couple, man, man couple, woman, woman couple. So really, really reinforcing the gender binary there, because then you have yeah. to scroll past more to be, you know, clicking on trans non-binary, agender, androgynous, bi-gender, et cetera, et cetera. So like you can choose all these other potential gender identities, um, but they're definitely treated as like, you know, again, more. Yeah. And also, can you then look for a non-binary couple? Unclear to me. Okay. So would there be an easy way to make that happen? No idea. Okay. Like if you add on the list of more, if you click, cause you can click all of these. So I clicked yeah. everything. Gotcha. And, um, and so like, which I love that I just disclosed that I clicked everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. You all know I'm queer. It's cool. And that's <laughs> my, my queerness is quite expansive. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. So it's, I mean, it's interesting. So you could select all of those. And so would that automatically, if you also chose couple, would they then just, does their algorithm make it all inclusive? Maybe, Yeah. but it would be great to have that be transparent because you just don't know what you're actually opting into. Right. And if I personally do not want to be with, you know, what might be these cis couples, but I would be down for like some gender queer coupling or non-binary coupling. How would I be able to indicate that? Like there should be somewhere where I can yeah. sit. All right, moving on. So imperfect, but again, still lots more choices and it feels more responsive than some of the other apps, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, so then the next one is this other, what are you looking for? Add your desires and fantasies to connect with like-minded humans. You can change and add tags to your profile. Uh, so some of the tags are three-way, singles, couples, group, texting, kink, BDSM, dominant, submissive, sensual, friendships, casual, dates, poly, foreplay, watching. So they have this list of 10 that you can choose from, and then they know you could add more if you'd like. Nice. So what do you the think one, about this list? I think this list is great. The only thing that naturally comes to mind for me is there's watching, so voyeurism, but there's not being watched. There's not exhibitionism. Right. The sort of the, the, the flip part of that. I mean, there's clearly other things that are missing, but if you're going to have one side of that coin, uh, it would make sense to me that you would maybe have exhibitionism in there. Other well, than that, I think it's it's great. And I think what's interesting about that is we have both dominant and submissive and it's what right. you're looking for. I am looking for a dominant. I am looking for a submissive um, or a person who is dominant, a person who is submissive. Oh, right. Uh, but they, and so like, I'm looking for watching, but you don't know, am I a watcher? Am I wanting to be watched? Right. Exactly. Like you said. And so that's again, where I would give HUD more credit on this because they had giving and receiving 
which yeah. that which starts breaking a little bit, but they could also do exactly what you just said, watching yeah. being watched. Yeah. Um, but I do like that they used watching instead of voyeurism, right? Like yeah. you use common words as much yes. as possible. Um, I, the other thing, like, so when you think about if you were to create a profile on here and let's, you know, I'm going to assign that you are into kink, BDSM and, uh, friendships. Okay. Would you feel comfortable clicking these things and having them on your essentially public profile when someone downloads the app? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question in the sense of like, if you want to find people that are specific, like specific to what you're interested in, then you kind of have to, I think in the beginning that I, maybe there's like a dipping your toe into the, to the foray and not really putting things on there. The other piece that I'm thinking of too, is, is that it's like, if I'm on here and I see somebody I know, then they see, they know I read their profile. Right. So it's sort of like this, this funny thing what I remember is uh, a friend of mine when she was a grad student but teaching like saw one of her students in a head shop right and so sort of one of those cases where it's like well I see you but that means you see me so I think we're okay here (laughs) in the sense of when this is back before things were legalized um and for reference you know people could just be buying incense right or you know some, you don't go to a head. You can go to incense just about anywhere. You don't need to go to a head shop. So a head shop is where you can buy weed paraphernalia and other. Yes, exactly. Assortment. Yes. Um, but so at any rate, it's the same idea. So if I rant, like, am I comfortable putting my profile on here and like what I exactly want to want? I think I think in the beginning I'd probably be tamer, softer, or whatever. Because I'd also want to see what the app is like, right? Like, I don't want to put everything forward first and then, like, get into the app and be like, ooh, yuck, I don't like who's here and stuff like that. So I would I would be cautious, but that's me. Well, so what I think is interesting, because you, I mean, if folks go back and listen to season two, episode one, and we talk about HUD, I definitely felt like, because you could get into micro behaviors on there if you wanted, you know, like, really specific practices, breath play, all, like, the whole nine yards, you could, you could get into almost everything down to like the fabrics you like. Um, and that felt so, so revealing. It also felt pretty risky around like, is someone going to presume they know what you want by through this? And so I feel like this is a like slightly happier medium where it's like, okay, I can say BDSM or kink, but I'm not necessarily revealing what that is. And it all, so it would both inspire someone to ask me questions um, as opposed to presuming they know, which any person who's indoctrinated into the BDSM community in healthy ways, like would do that, you know, they would of course ask you questions, even if you've listed everything you're into. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so like, I feel a little more comfortable with this, of disclosing through this kind of a model compared to the HUD situation. Right, the super detailed one. Yeah. So anyway, so that's those options. Uh, then you've got this button to pair accounts with a partner and you mm-hmm. say, you can pair your account with your partners. No connections or chat histories will be shared and then you can click invite partner. Okay. Uh, and then the next slide is the majestic partnership or majestic membership, which- I That's just what you pay to play. I mean, that's just true in everything. They're, they're being cute with their majestic membership title, but everything, I mean, this is very common in- dating sites where in order to see the full picture of who's liking you, what's going on and matching you, you have to pay. 
that's yeah. just the way the world works. Yeah. They have to earn their money somewhere. Right, right. And so it's like for 30 days, it's it was on sale for $11 at the time, US dollars, and then $22 for 90 days. There you go. 27% discount. How does anyone decide like why 27%? I think that's so weird. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, um, and then the last thing in the setup that I thought that I was happy to see, they have, it's called a field guide. So please take the time to read this. Violation of these principles will not be tolerated in our community. And I'm just going to read, I think, the high notes. Okay. Um, so no discrimination. And then they talk about what that might look like. Consent is key. Um, always, And one of the high notes in there is always respect boundaries. I'm like, oh, um, no one owes you anything. So be prepared to hear as well as say no. I love that language. I thought that yeah. this key one was really strong. Be open to others. We are all different. If someone is into something you don't like um, or share, that doesn't make it any less worthy of respect. Finding like-minded humans can take time and patience, so be open. Um, those are the two that I was like most moved by. Then there's one like keep your nudes private, um, that saying letting you know it'll be removed, only real humans accepted, talking about fake profiles and catfishing. Um, and then we are humans too. There are real humans on the other side of the screen. If you treat us disrespectfully, you, you can close the door on your way out. Yeah, I like this one because it's, it, it is, it's a very basic, I mean, it's also a very inclusive and um, it's giving the vibe of a welcome community. Um, the fact that it's called the field guide and not like your terms of service and all those things too. Like, I think there's a lot to be said for that. And it, it isn't a lot of words, right? It's, it's a very succinct, uh, wonderful way to just put it all out there be very inclusive and general yet brief at the same time. Yeah. And uh, I really like that because it's actually a terms of service that somebody actually might read. Totally. Yeah. And feel comfortable like using, right. Yeah. Because it's accessible and you're not having to like dig through all sorts of bonkers stuff. Yes. Um, okay. So then the rest of the setup stuff, after you get, after you do your got it, you can add things or, you know, you have to actually go into settings. So like the default, if you don't realize you can go more into your profile setup, like if you mm -hmm. don't click on your little shadow profile icon, once you're in, you would just start matching immediately. Like right oh. after I got it on the field guide, it took me just to matching. And I was like, that's weird. Like, what about, are there descriptions here? Right. So I had a whole lot of questions. So I, I didn't feel like that was as obvious of a setup process as some okay. other apps. And it did make me wonder because some of the early profiles I saw didn't have anything in them. And I was like, oh, is this the norm in this app? But, oh, right. A lot yeah. of people like you who hit the got it button and then got confused. <laughs> exactly. And, and didn't realize there was another step we could take. Um, so for the about, they just say, uh, you know, keep it real and personal, no phone, phone numbers, whatever. And then that's you've got 1500 words to work with. Um, desires, you can select your desires, interests, you know, and there's zero out of 10. Um, so there must be 10 options you can add. Uh, the desires ones, I think we saw maybe, I don't know, actually, you know what, now I'm going to go back in the app. This is what happens. What are you looking for? Is that those are 10 things. So that might be your okay. desires. You know what, these are actually descriptions. It's so I think since I didn't choose the little bubbles when I got started, now oh. I would have to type got in it. So, and then at the very bottom, you can choose to be seen and be visible, or you can, um, like, so basically you can hide your profile. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's the basics of the setup. 
Okay. I mean, some of it's some of it's exciting, uh, new new opportunities. Some of it, again, we're always looking for ways they can keep improving. But I felt like this was like you know pretty solid. Yeah. So who did you who did you find in the yeah. app? What did, I, what did I see in my first time uh, exploring? All right. So I sent you a handful of profiles because, as I mentioned, I got. I was like real confused by the first things I saw. So like at the first few that I sent you, you'll see like, you know, 48 year old woman, queer, single desires, single sexting dates. Like clearly I just use those little bubbles yeah. or whatever. And then it's like a picture They're, They only have one photo and it's, you can't see them. Right. There's like a reflection. That's sort of an outline of their body. And that's all you get. Yeah. And then the next one is, at least a face, there is a face of a person and they're adorable looking and, yes. you know, they've got 40 woman, queer, single desires, friendships. Great. Yeah. But again, only one photo and no other description. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, you know, one more that I have in here. That's like their only photo was an, an art piece, which is a very cool art piece. And we've talked about using art in your apps or in your profile before, but again, like there was nothing here. I'm like, what the hell kind of app have I just walked into? Right. So these were my first few profiles and, uh, and then the person had listed their desires, you know, threesome, threesome, singles, couples, group, kink, texting, BDSM, dominant, submissive, sensual. I'm like, Whoa, that is a lot to know about you. And I can't like, how they would test, I they did all of them? Cause there were 10 of them and that's 10. So they clicked all the things all the things. And so it's like, if you heart this person, what are you even hearting? Right. Yeah. I, just Anyway. So I was discouraged to say the least in the beginning. And then I realized I could go in and change like the distance and a couple other right. things and change the age. And that helped. I mean, those initial people were all uh, closer to my age bracket. So it's a little strange. And then there were a handful of babies that I don't think I sent you the photos of them. Like, no, eight, 20 year olds that I was seeing. I was proud of them though. Some of them were like, please don't match with me if you're over 19. I'm like, oh. Over 19? Yeah, because the kid was like 18 years old and they're like, I don't want to date anyone who's older than 19. And I was like, right. good for you for having your boundaries, but I'm that's sure. That's very good. I was just thinking that's a one year age range and that's challenging, but you know, but being, okay, but saying what you want is great. And if you're that young and you're like, screw yeah. weird old, old people. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. Um, oh, and now I have like way too many. Pro okay. Let me jump ahead. Okay. So I think the first next one that I sent you was like, after I changed the settings and it was like, oh, here we go. So I'm going to just read you a couple different profiles and I want okay. you to listen for like, does this feel different than other apps? Okay. Okay. So we've got a 34 year old man who's straight. Just a sub looking for someone who likes to be in control, primarily looking for something serious, but also I'm all right with more casual connections, not particularly into one night stands, although there's a typo, but he means stands. Yeah. I'm into a lot of different things listed. Are, oh, I'm into a lot of different things. Listed are just some of my favorites. Not huge into pain, more degradation and humiliation. And so then he's got his desires listed, male sub, femme dom. Um, Dom, kink, pegging, chastity, degradation, humiliation, SPH, BDSM. So there's that fella. And we have uh -huh. photos of his, very clearly of his face. So you're really seeing a person. Mm -hmm. I think that human had like five or six photos. And then the next person, and I love that these are like fake names. So we'll have to talk if we keep using this app. We'll have to talk about, are we allowed to say they're imaginary names? Because some of these are fun. Yes. <laughs> like this one is quite fun. 
we have a 44 year old man who's heteroflexible. Um, uh, I, I think you heard me maybe swoon over some of this. I, I, so he says orally by switch in an open relationship, just looking for something casual, kinky and vaccinated. I'm clean, laid back, normal ish guy with a good sense of humor. I've played with quite a few couples and scenarios. My partner isn't by figured I'd throw that out as it comes up, but thanks for asking. Right now, I'm just looking for something casual and occasional. Even with vaccinations, COVID is still rampant. I don't want to open up too many different parties, just a fun couple or a dom type. Um, although CDC guidelines do say the safest thing is probably a glory hole. <laughs> any, <laughs> any woman wants to put me on my knees. Desires are listed. Um, and then also some interests, camping, cooking, music, hiking. I was like, oh, it reminds me of, of Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because we, you know, even though some of this might be primarily sexually driven, people also want to be able to talk about things or have other activities, maybe, you know, or it's just, yeah. But to round out the humanness with the second person, it, it just what's noticing and then I'll, I'll get more into it later. But like the saying that the, the partner isn't bi, but then doesn't specify the gender of said partner. I know. So, so, so that's not, so it's like, thanks for asking. But I'm like, um, if you're heteroflexible, what's your, who's your partner? And if your partner's not bi, I don't know where that leaves me. Right. Like, I just I'm not sure like, what data you're offering here. Like what? <laughs> yeah. So that, that was a little bit of an omission. Um, but otherwise, I mean, definitely, you know, in this app, it's much more, uh, what people much more sex positive in the sense of they're really saying what they are interested in um and without a lot of excuses behind it or there's not like a lot of like it's just but you know because the app is put up I think that way of like what are your desires what are you looking for and this is an app for open-minded humans and starts with that inclusivity right away with you know, listing several gender identities and several sexual orientations and the type of things you're looking for, I think it just lends itself to that kind of environment um, that, you know, hopefully is done in a very honest, beautiful way, as opposed to in the other apps where I definitely would not be, I, I mean, I already disclosed that I don't think I'd be safe listing what I'm interested in on a profile in here in the first place, but definitely not in some of the more public apps. Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. I mean, well, and it would be really interesting to know with their magnificent settings that it, it sounded like you could then make more of your profile features private. So I would yeah. guess that then you can, you know what your desires are could be hidden. And then if you match with someone, you can choose to reveal them, which I think would be, a, again, a really, really great feature. Like give us the control, right. like slow reveal. But, but these people didn't because you didn't pay for the app and you're seeing everything. Exactly. So that means you're just seeing. Whatever anyone else will see if it's, if it, yes. if someone, I mean, the, the only barrier is downloading and setting it up, that's it. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think again, like we've talked about this, like I can't say, well, and I work at a university where, you know, my students range in age. So even if I specified, I don't want someone under the age of 30 to be able to see my profile, that still could be some of my students. So just, it's just, it's a really, depending on our jobs, this stuff is challenging. Yeah. 
Um, For sure. What do, you, what do you want people to know about you to be able to say about you? How could something be weaponized or not? Versus also like, man, it can feel hard to find community, especially, you know, over 40 trying to connect with people. Like, and especially if you do know you're into like, for example, BDSM and kink, like you want to be able to find your people and find the community and deeply connect. And the more transparent you can be, the easier. And if you don't yeah. want to be on something like FetLife or, you know, one of these other uh, websites. Right. Anyway, yeah. Pretty well, and it's true. Cause that's, I guess maybe that would be the piece that then advice to the, this app is what can people see and how are things revealed? Like maybe there is an instructional guide or something like that, a different field guide to tell us what those things look like. Like I know in Hinge, for example, you can set some things in the free, like the age range, and then it says deal breaker. And you can click on the deal breaker if you want to. So, uh, but I don't know if that would mean, so I did not hit deal breaker and I should start experimenting with that if I hit deal breaker, will I stop seeing and matching with all these 20 somethings? Yeah. Um, and sure. so, cause they wouldn't then be able to see my profile. Or if they can see it again, going back to, is it that they can see it and right. like, you'll never see, you know, that you'll never see them. Like which, which end is something being hidden or is it across the board? Right. Exactly. So if I, right. If I say, Oh, I don't want to see anybody in their twenties but a 20 year old wants to see people, you know, older, yeah. will they still see me or not? And that's never, it's not as clear yep. on how that works. And you could imagine the reason the app from a like capitalist, whatever standpoint, like you want people to keep swiping. And so if every, you know, 40 or 50 year old is like, I don't want 20 year olds, but we know there's 20 year olds out there who are like, hello, <laughs> elder, right. come teach me or whatever the heck the fetish is around the age stuff. Um, but they might not stay on the app if they yeah. are able to see profiles that are older. So, right. well, I saw one person the other day on Hinge who said they were 44 and I was looking at the picture. I'm like, man, you look pretty young for 44. But then in the description, at least they said, I am 28. I just like older women. And so they lied about how old they were to sneak in to the age range so I would see that profile and then disclosed in the description that they were indeed not the age that they said. And I've also seen that ratcheted lower. So a person says they're 45 and they're like, actually, I'm, you know, whatever, 52 because they because they want to hit people's cutoffs and they want to see. But in the yeah. profile, they disclose. I mean, I appreciate the disclosure in the profile and I get it. It's especially with the older to younger, like the, um, we, you know, the research that's out there, right. On what's the sweet spot of age when people are most, you know, the typical window and like after 50, right. I, isn't that, I can't remember what exactly the research is, but like it gets, the pool keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller of like who you're going to match with, who's oh, yeah. looking for and so that's hard. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all these dating apps are definitely dominated by people in their 20s and sometimes in their 30s. And that's that's often people who are in their 20s and 30s are are just more likely to be dating whereas statistically speaking, people who are older are are partnered off and are not on dating apps for the most part. And I also think there's a whole issue too of a 
I mean, we've talked about this before of like, who, what kind of a 40, 50, 60 year old are like, who are we, right? Are we people who are out there still going to live shows, still, you know, going out for cocktails, still doing whatever, like, are we very active people or are we like more settled what the stereotype might be of what a 50, 60, 70 year old would be doing. And it's like, that's hard. It's not about our age at that point. It's about what do you find joy doing? And sometimes that means you're going to hang out with younger or older groups yes, um, because you're more similar to them. You know, like yeah. I've met people who were in their like late fifties who were like super badass athletic, you know, and they could like run circles around me. And so it had like their age, what you might assume of someone who's in their late fifties would be absolutely incorrect yeah. for this person, the kind of lifestyle they led. So right. I think this stuff gets really tricky as we age, but yeah, for anyway. sure. Well, going back to the app, yes. I love that we had this like digression on age. It's fascinating. Um, and I, I, going back to what you were just saying though, I also, I'm like, man, I don't know. Like I get it that people might lie. I'm glad they're honest in their profile. I think it's way better to be honest right there in the profile than like mm-hmm. wait until someone messages you, but that's very tricky. Well, so the very last thing. So as I was swiping, and again, this was my first review of this app. I uh, hit a profile and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, hello, friendly face. Um, Yes. And I've kind of referenced this person very loosely in previous episodes and we would have to dig to try to find it. So I can't even link to it, but this is a human that I matched with on Tinder and they're adorable and fun. And they were a profile that was really talking about forming friendships. And I loved the way they talked about it. So many good things. So I swiped right. We matched. We te- messaged for a little bit, sent phone numbers, and then my life got chaotic and I didn't follow up. And I feel like it was a divine intervention because all of a sudden, here's this lovely, stunning human. And it's their main photo from Tinder is their photo here. And then they've got way more content in their description, which is even more playful and charming. And I'm more like kicking myself for not having followed up with this person. But then as I scroll down, it's my first time seeing one where the partner is linked. Ah. And so it felt like this whole new insight into this person and it was very enticing and curious and the things that they're both putting in their profile, like make them each more dynamic and interesting and exciting. And especially since they're also listing friendships, like it feels like there's not pressure of like, what is this thing going to be? So I was like, oh, I'm having the full experience of, I saw this, it felt like an experimental design of some sort. Like I, saw <laughs> I saw them in this other app and I had, you know, I was excited about them, but not like holy shit, I want to know this person. And then I see them here and I'm like, wow, having that much more information, them choosing to share like that for a person like me, seeing all that openness, the willingness to be bold, the play, all of it. I'm like, I love that they can do this immediate linking. Like if they, they may have even said they're poly and partnered in the other one and it like, it didn't resonate. It didn't mean anything, but here it's like, oh, this is this like additive thing. Okay. That's what I was going to ask if like, since on Tinder, they were looking, it sounds like primarily for friendships. And then this one, it sounds like they were looking possibly for a a polyamorous relationship because they're linking to their partner. Are they linking to their partner for some friendship as well? Can you tell? Yeah. Very nice. I know. I mean, they're, they're very much signaling that they are poly and signal BDSM kink and some other things. Um, So they're, it's not that that's off the table, but it's not the most central okay. piece of their profiles. Like they're talking about things they love to do. Like they're referencing, you know, um, 
cooking together, going to a sports ball game, you know, talking about whatever, having tea together. Like I just switched their profiles anyway. Yeah. Like lots of adorable things that they want to do that I'm drawn to. <laughs> yeah. And then also, yeah, like you, we were saying before, it's the idea too, that you're getting to see the two separate humans as two separate humans. Yes. Right. And they are very different, which is also pretty fun to see. Like their profiles are written differently. They, anyway, yeah, there's like a lot that's unique. So you can see they're very distinct individuals. Like you sort of know what you're, you know, a little more um, yeah. about what you might be connecting to. And especially when both people feel super additive, that's just exciting. Like I want yeah. to be friends with these people. I would love to, to hang out with this, this this couple, they sound awesome. Um, yeah. So if this is something that's used in your community, because I can also imagine that this is, you know, I don't know where this is big, right? Like, is it big in, you know, in different cities? Is it big wh wherever? Like that might be more difficult, but if it is, it does sound like if this is a place that if, if a listener out there is more interested in a couple, that this is definitely a much superior place to look for a couple than it is um, than any of the other places because yeah. Yeah. it's so one-sided and, and sort of you have to force a coupledom into a Tinder or a Hinge or a, a Bumble, um, which now I think about it, I don't think I've seen couples in Hinge or Bumble. I'm not going to swear to it, but I don't, it's not ringing any bells. At any times I hear about a couple or see a couple, it's been in Tinder, but I could be wrong. That's like confirmation bias and don't don't quote me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so overall, I would say, I think this app is pretty interesting. And, yeah. you know, it's again, imperfect, but I'm, and I'm still, you know, I still get my tummy gets all tingly and nervous about the thought of revealing certain things on here. Yeah. I might turn some things on and see how I feel. Um, and then maybe take them away. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but yeah, kind of, it's a, I, I would definitely say this one feels better, safer. You've got lots of options for how you, what you reveal. And I think what people are showing up for is a lot more variable in this app than like HUD, for example. Yeah. So yeah, I would, I'm, I'm feeling the recommendations and maybe in future episodes, I'll start bringing some of these. Uh, we'll, to be determined. We'll see how I yeah. think about it. That'd be great. Well, thanks so much for reviewing an app to start season three. I really appreciate it when you are going into these other apps and, and seeing what they're like and telling us what they're all like, because it's really interesting and I, I appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. Yeah. And of course, going forward, if people want to send us some apps or some, some apps, yeah, you can also send us apps. Actually, yeah. if you have other ones that we haven't talked about, please send app referrals, but also profiles from any of the apps that you'd like us to overanalyze, you can send them to our email at beforeyouswipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, the number four, the letter U, swipe at gmail, or you can find us on Facebook or Instagram. Thanks so much for listening and welcome to season three. Thanks for listening to Before You Swipe. If you wanna send us your thoughts or a profile you'd like us to overanalyze, please email us at beforeyouswipe at gmail.com. That's the letter B, number four, letter U, swipe at Gmail. Or find us on Facebook at Before You Swipe. Thanks to Hamid Khalid 786 on Pixabay for our fabulous funky beats.